Porn Free Radio, episode 88. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach, and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Hey, welcome back to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for guys who want to live 100% porn free. And I'm excited to talk to you today. I recently went on Amazon and did a search for porn addiction, and I was surprised to see some of the results that came back. And I want to talk about those today. But before I do, I want to talk to you about Patreon. Patreon is our way that you can give to Porn Free Radio and support us on a monthly basis through pledges, through one-time gifts and the way you do it is you go to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute that's pornfreeradio.com slash contribute just got a pledge today for 30 bucks from a guy totally excited about that Um, I mean it was interesting I was just firing up the microphone when the alert came in and it totally got me excited about today's show so if you found value in this show if it's helped you in your recovery go to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute and set up a monthly pledge or give a one-time gift. Just one gift's great. And, uh, you know, some of you guys I know have made consequences if you act out with porn to, to support Porn Free Radio. And that's a way to make good on your consequence and also help us. Now, I don't recommend that because I don't want to encourage relapsing. Uh, but if you do set it up as a consequence, I won't say no. So, hey... Thanks for everyone who's supported us so far. It's been awesome to see uh, just the the response from the community uh, to what we're doing with Porn Free Radio. I love it. My wife loves it, whose idea it was to set up a Patreon account. So every time you guys give, it puts points. uh, It deposits, uh, emotional deposits in the bank account with my wife because it makes her feel good about suggesting the idea. So guys, help me out. Contribute to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. Did I say that right? Pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. Okay. All right. Enough with that. All right. Let's talk about today's episode. So as I said, I recently went on Amazon and did a search for porn addiction to see kind of what was out there. And I was a little surprised at the results. Now, one of the reasons I did this, guys, is I'm working on a book And the book's all going to be about the porn-free journey and about how to get out of porn, how to quit porn. And uh, that book's probably going to be out the beginning of 2017. And I'm super excited about doing it. So as, you know, as, as, as it would happen, as I was doing research, I wanted to see what other books were out there. Now, I've read books in my own recovery early on and I wanted to see what was out there now. What are the types of books that you guys are reading? What are the types of books that people are looking for when they're first looking for help? We all know that a lot of times when we need help, specifically in this area, we start looking to resources online because it's a lot of risk to ask for help or to talk to people. So we start doing research. And one of the first places people start is Amazon. And I'm sure you've probably done this. So I recently went on Amazon and I pulled up the results. Now, I actually pulled up the results today just to to refresh my memory. And here's a couple things that I saw. 
and I'm just clicking around right now. I'm actually doing this live as I'm recording. I have not done an episode like this before. I'm not particularly good at multitasking, but I'm, I'm going to get through this. Okay. So here's one of the first things I noticed that a number of the books came up with dark pictures and imagery. Okay. And their titles had words like obsession, shame, bondage, uh, shadows, uh, you know, breaking the cycle, right? There's, there's these breaking, I mean, these dramatic words. And they're, they're matched with these pictures. The pictures are chains, hands reaching out of the darkness, sad guys looking at their laptops or, or working on their computers late at night alone with, in darkness. And my first gut thought was, ugh, oh my gosh, like what is with these books? You know, um, they're just so focused on the problem and they're not focused on the freedom. Now, again, this is, you know, I'm not judging a book by its cover. I'm sure there's great content in here. Now, many of these books uh, in, in this category are written by well-meaning therapists uh, who have been working with sex addicts for 30 years, you know. Some of these guys, believe it or not, some of these guys who show up in these results are the same guys whose books were out there in 2001 when I started recovering or even when I was in college back in the 90s and was kind of looking for help. Now, I, my recovery really got got serious when I was married and, and got caught looking at porn by my wife. And that's when I really started looking for resources. But some of these names I've seen and known since the late 80s, early 90s. And, you know, a lot of these books that are by therapists, they focus on addict stories. You know, they, they focus on the, the model where we're addicts and and they have, you know, some, uh, that's kind of their approach to this, this issue. And so they have a lot of addict stories. And because it's therapy related and because there's a clinician kind of point of view, uh, a lot of these stories are, oh, all these stories are anonymous. You know, it's, they, you know, they use fake names like Tom and Bill and, you know, and they paint a picture of addiction, especially sexual addiction. They, they focus heavily on sexual addiction and porn is something they've sort of added. The idea of being addicted to porn or porn use because of the um, escalating use in culture of porn because of the Internet and smartphones and things like that. They've kind of added porn into what they talk about. But if you read a lot of the stories, it's a lot of the traditional sex addiction stories. Now, the thing about these books is these books have never really inspired me. Um, I don't really get a lot out of reading sex addiction testimonies or stories. Um, I mean, there's a part of me that feels like, oh, I'm not alone. Other people struggle with this. But I'm wanting to know where's the hope? You know, where are the pictures of freedom? Uh, what, are the, what are the real 
benefits of, of being porn free. And can I become porn free using my resources, using my friends, using my wife, using my church? Can I do that? Or do I need to go to a special sex addiction therapist? Like, is that the only way to freedom? And I don't think those books always steer you that way, but there is sometimes in the books with the authority of the therapist. And I'm thinking of one in particular, one guy in particular, that um, it's kind of his way or the highway. You kind of either go see a certified therapist that kind of falls into his category or you're kind of on the outside looking in. And and I think there's a bigger, um, there's more ways that we can recover. There's lots of tools, lots of resources we can tap into. Now, that's a little bit of a judgment, but that's what I'm saying. And again, I'm just looking at what these results are coming up in my in my search. Now, I notice another common group of books in the Amazon results. And these are kind of, this is kind of a newer set of books. These are books that weren't around 5, 10 years ago. And believe it or not, they almost have the identical same covers. They have a side picture of like a man's head and it's sort of an x-ray view and you're getting a picture into his brain. Okay. And there's like, I, I literally in the first 10 results, I'm seeing four book covers that have this identical, uh, way of this illustration. And they're the types of things that they focus on are kind of our brains, how our brains work. They're the, they study the, the emerging science of, uh, of porn use and addiction and specifically brain, you know, the way the brains work, uh, how dopamine releases in the brain and the reward circuitry of the brain. And they're really content to diagnose kind of these phenomenons. Like they, they cite uh, studies. There's a lot of science in these books. And I think guys are really attracted to these books in particular. I mean, they're real popular. Um, you know, probably the most popular one is My Brain on Porn by Gary Wilson, who, by the way, I just heard on a podcast that I'll tell you about a little bit later. Um, I heard him on a podcast and it's fascinating. It is fascinating. His review of studies out there, academic studies on porn addiction. It's fascinating. I learned a lot. And these books really focus in on this brain science and 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 sort of diagnosing phenomenons and documenting them. And super helpful. But even in this interview that I just listened to with Gary Wilson, when asked for practical, you know, kind of a way to quit porn, He's, he basically said something like, hey, just stop using porn for a while and see what the results are. <laughs> so it's kind of like, here's all this evidence about brain science. Um, if you want to change your relationship with porn, if you want to reset your brain, just stop using porn. Well, anyone who listens to Porn Free Radio knows that's not exactly easy. It's not exactly easy to, to, to just stop. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the problem. And, uh, but somehow there's this idea that if we learn more information 
get more information that that's somehow going to make it easier to make the habits we need to quit porn. And that's where I think these books aren't as helpful. Um, you know, my friend Craig Para once said, guys will call him quoting their knowledge of how the brain works. They'll start talking about reward centers and dopamine and, and how they're, how they're, you know, their triggers lead to these dopamine rushes and then they, they're helpless. And, and he says, Matt, they sound like they have a PhD in neuroscience. They have it all figured out. The only problem is they can't quit looking at porn. And, uh, you know, perhaps maybe you read one of these books or you did research. I mean, uh, Gary Wilson has a great site called yourbrainonporn.com. But when you go to it, be prepared to see articles on studies of addicts and addiction and, you know, you know, scientific research. Uh, and you'll see on the forums anecdotal kind of things from addicts talking about maybe what worked for them to quit. But the focus is the science and the research and recovery is kind of secondary. And here's what I want to tell you, specifically if you love these books. Information is not your problem. Chances are you've read enough, you know enough to know that this isn't good for you, that, that this isn't something that you want, that maybe even your brain is affected by it. But the knowledge is not helping you get free. What you need is the steps to go from being stuck to being free. And so get one of these books, you know, have it in your back pocket, read about the brain science, but don't think that that's the thing that's going to lead you to recovery. Just knowing that information, because a lot of us know that we even kind of intuitively know it. I remember one time I had a relapse about probably seven or eight years ago, and it was a significant relapse after being a couple years porn free. And I attribute I had a headache after I acted out and I think the dopamine rush was so strong whatever whatever happened in my brain when I looked at porn after not looking at it for a couple years was so strong I had a headache afterwards now I don't know what physically was going on with me but I knew I had a headache like it hurt so there was a piece whatever it was got in got into the porn and boom I felt an effect, a physical effect. So, but that doesn't, that doesn't help you uh, do the things you need to do to stay sober, to press into community, to, 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 to get your relapse protocol going, whatever, whatever you need to do to get back on track. Just knowing that your brain's affected by porn doesn't help you get free. Now, there's one last category of books that I see clicking through here. And it's a group of Christian books. Now, I myself am a Christian and I grew up in the church and faith was one of the primary motivators for me quitting porn. And I know a lot of guys who listen to this show, I've actually done a survey about 70 to 80% of you guys, you fall into that category. So these books potentially have even more of a draw to you because, you know, maybe there's a little doubt about the science or maybe there's a, a, a little bit of a, 
uh, reticence to therapy. And so these Christian books are the books that you turn to. Now, one of the most famous books in this series is Every Man's Battle. And this, again, was one of these books written by a a well-meaning therapist. And it was written probably 15 years ago. And they've kind of tweaked it and they've kind of upgraded it a little bit to handle a little more of the, the smartphones and that kind of stuff. But the content is pretty much the same as it was 15 years ago when it was released. And what you're going to get a lot in these Christian books is one particular metaphor. One metaphor that they talk about a lot is this idea of this battle. That comes from kind of spiritual teaching about, you know, good and evil and, and um, you know, kind of the idea of, of the enemy uh, prowling around and, and trying to um, get us off track from pursuing God. And it's an okay metaphor, but problem is that I find with it is... That if we're talking about needs, if we're talking about some of the things we're looking for in porn are needs like affirmation, love, nurture, feeling good enough. Then if we make this thing a battle, who are we battling? I mean, are we battling the porn or are we battling the devil Because what if I'm trying to get needs met that are legitimate needs that even maybe God put in us? Um, And what if some of the needs are needs for self-care or things like that? So you start wondering, is the battle against myself? Am I battling myself here? And, And that's kind of a thing where it breaks down. If everything is an external battle, how do internal needs get met? Um, And so that takes me to the second point about some of these books, uh, some of the Christian books. They focus a lot on external temptations. And what I mean by external temptations is, you know, it's, it's the unfiltered internet. It's the way a woman dresses. Uh, it's the cleavage at the checkout counter by the, the girl at the checkout counter. You know, it's kind of outside of ourselves. It's like almost like Christian men are going through culture harassed by all these temptations, these visual temptations that are out there. And the Christian books, a lot of times, they, they focus on these strategies of how can you bounce your eyes or how can you um, how can you you know basically walk the pure life you know be pure and and avoid all these things but again there's I feel like a sense that it puts a little too much blame on the external things and doesn't deal with the internal issues so what's one thing that I kind of think can be derived from these different types of books. Um, In some ways, now, it's not that these books intentionally do this, but I think when we're coming at these books looking for help, uh, especially at the beginning of our recovery, there's something that we can easily come to a conclusion about from each one of these books. 
And what it is is this. It's they provide a convenient thing to blame for our feelings of powerless or being out of control. Okay, so they provide a convenient thing to blame for our feelings of being powerless or out of control. So with the first group of books, the books uh, with the the guys in the darkness and the guys reaching out and uh, the shadows is it's my addiction's fault. I'm just a hopeless addict who's just in bondage, you know. And even though I know those books highlight freedom and healing, if you don't read past the first couple chapters, which a lot of guys do, they they get the book and they read chapter one and two about the problem and they don't get to the freedom. And so you're left with this feeling like, oh, this is hopeless. I'm stuck in the shadows. I'm stuck in the darkness. It's going to be too hard to break these chains. It's my addiction's fault. And then, uh, you know, when we look at the the brain on porn books, the the you know the the brain circuitry books. Whose fault is it? Oh, it's my brains. My brain, my brain. The wires in my brain have been, you know. Uh, fused together to 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 go to porn, and I'm almost helpless. I'm helpless to to make different choices. I'm helpless by my brain. You know, my brain. You know, I, I was re- reading a Reddit comment a few years ago, and the guy the 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 title of the post was "My Stupid Brain." You know, my porn brain. You know, it's like we. We blame our brain. And again, we ignore the emotional triggers. We ignore some of the things in our life that are making porn a safe retreat for us. You know, and we just think it's all about brain circuitry. Like we're robots. We've been programmed. I will look at porn. You know, that kind of thing. It's like... And I know the books don't say that, but if you read the first chapter, if you read a couple chapters and get bored, which is easy to do, that's the takeaway. Your brain changed when you started looking at hardcore porn. And if you don't keep reading, and if you don't know how to recover, you feel like it's hopeless. All right, and then let's talk about that third one. Whose fault is it? Well, it's the devil in the Victoria's Secrets catalog's fault. Gosh, gosh darn it. That devil got me again. Came home from work early and look what was in the mailbox. I guess I'm just helpless to look at this. You know, that Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Jeez, it comes. It feels like it comes every year. Because it does. You know, I heard about someone talked about that the other day, threw it in the garbage and then fished it out of the garbage. It's like, are you kidding? 2016, we're still doing that. I did that when I was 14, (laughs) fished it out of the garbage. And it's easy to fall into that thing. It's easy to 
blame the external thing. You know, it's the battle. It's the enemies out to get us. Every man struggles with this. And we're just, again, if you don't read the end of the book, you get this feeling like it's hopeless. Every man struggles with this. So, you know, as I said, I'm writing a book and it's going to be about moving past blame. And it's going to be moving past simply diagnosing and documenting the problem. I want to spend all of my energy talking about how to move forward and change habits. And that's what this podcast is about. And I don't always hit it out of the park. I'm sure I've been prone to to wander into these different areas. Where maybe if you listened to the first part of the episode or if you listened to one of my earlier episodes, you might come to the conclusion, eh, it's my addiction's fault or it's my brain's fault or, you know, that that pesky, pesky enemy is out to get us. Or, you know, sometimes people, Christians blame the flesh too. That's another way of, it's kind of the fleshly part of us. That wants to keep going to the porn. And that there's a truth to that. There is a piece of us that wants to go to porn. But it's not something that completely disarms us to the point where we can't recover. Now, I mentioned a resource. I, I heard uh, Gary Wilson on a new podcast. And the, the podcast is called Integrity Restored. And it's hosted by Matt Frad. And you want a quick action if you're a person of faith. Now, Matt Frad is a, a Catholic Christian. And, um, and so, uh, you know, for you guys who are non-religious or from a different faith, this might not fit for you. But if you are of the Christian stream, um, I'd really recommend Matt Frad's podcast. It, it's very spiritual, but just really great uh, stuff. I listened to his recent podcast from this week. It was called Tough Love, and it is intense. I would love to play a clip for you, but I didn't reach out to see if I could get permission to do that. And But it's great. And, oh, by the way, he's Australian, so he has this really cool accent. So I recommend, you know, if you want a quick action right now, just search in your podcast app for Integrity Restored and hit subscribe. And leave a review for him and tell him I sent you there because I think it's a great show. But he had Gary Wilson on for two episodes, the the author of Your Brain on Porn. And, uh, you know, it was a great conversation. And I, I actually thought, man, I should get Gary Wilson on my show because there was such great things that he taught and explained. But because Matt is a person of faith, I really knew that he has a bigger picture for the spiritual and emotional uh, challenges of this addiction. So it's, it's, it was so balanced. So I really liked it. And, you know, Gary Wilson actually talks about sort of a number of these people out there who are kind of anti uh, porn addiction in the sense of they, they don't believe porn addiction is a thing. And so that was where I found the most interesting part of the conversation. But that's definitely something worth looking at. Now, if you want help, you know, moving past blaming and 
and diagnosing the problem. You know, I, of course, I've talked a lot about getting help with building a plan. And, you know, I've done that at pornfreeradio.com slash playbook. I have a little course that teaches you how to create a plan and it moves you into action. You know, I, I think, I don't know if I heard this on Matt Frad's show on Integrity Restored, but, or maybe it was on a different podcast, but this is the last thing I want to leave you with. Sometimes our learning and our attempts to learn and get books and things like that and to listen to podcasts is actually a way of delaying action. It's a way of not taking action. So if you've bought some of these books, I mean, I, I talked to a guy the other day who had you know, six or seven of these books. Uh, I've talked to many guys who've spent hours on your brain on porn reading all these articles. You know, guys who spend days on Reddit posting and asking for help and, you know, but researching. Be careful that learning, even listening to this podcast, you know, I know guys who listen to this podcast once a day or go back and listen to an episode every week. Be careful that your learning isn't in place of taking action. That's, that's the one thing I want to say. I'd rather you skip a podcast one week, but go to a 12-step meeting. I'd rather you skip a podcast and have a long conversation with your wife. You know, I'd rather you not buy a book that's just going to collect dust on your shelf and, and you feel like you did something because you bought it. I'd rather you buy something that makes you take action. Whether it's a course, whether it's coaching, whether it's a Zumba class, whatever. What I mean, that might be a self-care example, but you know, something that gets you going, something that builds into your recovery. Because learning is not an excuse to not take action. So if you want to email me this week, guys, send me an email at matt at pornfreeradio.com. Let me know anything I need to keep private uh, because I would like to read letters on the air. I've gotten some letters in the last couple of weeks and I'm looking at doing another letter episode where I sort of stack some letters together and read them. So if there's a burning question that you have, reach out to me at matt at pornfreeradio.com. I'm the only one who reads that email box. And I say that because it sometimes takes me a while to get through some of the emails. So if I don't respond right away or if I don't answer your uh, email on the air, just so you know, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. So uh, email me, matt at pornfreeradio.com. A couple of you guys have asked about different ways to subscribe. I know some of the Android listeners out there are looking for some new ways to listen to this show, and I will be providing those in the next couple of weeks, new ways to subscribe and listen to Porn Free Radio. So hang on to that, working on that, and I'll give you an update on that. I'll also give you an update on the book uh, when it's closer to publication, because I am going to need your help to launch that, and I want to get it in your hands as soon as possible, and even give you guys an opportunity to get the book at a reduced price or free. I don't know what the the launch strategy is going to be, but we're going to figure out a way to get it in your hands 
so that you can review it and start using it to take action. So guys, it's been a great week. Uh, I got to jump on another call. So I'm going to hang up here, hang up. It's like, I'm not talking on the phone, but I'm going to, I'm going to sign off and Hey, this week, guys, don't use learning as an excuse to not take action. Take care. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at PornFreeRadio.com. To work with Matt one-on-one, go to PornFreeRadio.com forward slash coaching and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio in iTunes and leaving a rating and review.